I just want to go back to that West Brom player. Like, <laughs> you, imagine being him. You come home, you know, and then your four-year-old son walks up to you and say, Daddy, uh, we saw what happened to you. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm the man of the house now. Literally. <laughs> Literally. That's what, it, that's what it does to you, basically. Oh, man. Your four-year-old. It's demoralising. Yes, 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 my oh my oh my, it's episode 41 of FPL Bros, we're still halfway through the double game week, I think there's one fixture left which is Aston Villa versus Newcastle which they're playing tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I've just realised that there's almost been as many episodes of FPL Bros as there has been American presidents. Because they're on 46. <laughs> <laughs> we're on today. So yeah, that's just my little observation. How's everyone doing? I'm I'm alright. Just um probably getting to getting to it in, in, in a bit. But yeah, I'm I'm obviously not the happiest bunny um around, and you probably know why. But yeah, I'm alright. Oh yeah, of course. Well, yeah, we'll we'll touch on that briefly. But this is just kind of a short sort of checking in for everybody who's been uh, fiending for their next episode. <laughs> Jamie, I think, Jamie, are you muted or you just come off mute now? Oh, I'm off mute. Uh, okay then. So uh, yeah, I'm not going to waste any time in that case. Just kind of get right into it. As I say, the game week's still not quite finished, but obviously we're keeping a keen eye on what kind of scores we've got so we're getting so far. You're all about to witness a monumental so if we'll start with me, and I'm also a bit miffed, but for my own reasons, and I am on 81 points, that's a minus four, so that's 77. And uh, yeah, I got a few things right, but I got it mostly wrong, basically. And so the big score so far been for me oh yeah i should also point out i played by bench boost which i'm starting to think i might regret but we'll see how that happens what happens there <laughs> some people are getting massive scores and like they they didn't need any chips at all but anyway i got antonio he's brought in 18 points i'm very happy with that and yeah fernandez with eight sterling with 11 so far with 12 which is fantastic and of course i captained salah but i'm sure we will uh get back to that as well i'm also very annoyed because i wild carded a few game weeks ago in preparation for the double game week and at the time leeds and southampton both have double games but they didn't anymore and i thought it's just going to cost too many more points to get rid of all my leeds and southampton players so um yeah i had johnston and melier as my two goalkeepers melier got injured i had no idea about that so zero points for him and then for some reason Big Sam decided he didn't like Sam Johnson anymore, and he wait. put in goal. And, surprise, surprise. Uh, wait, was was that a surprise? Was it really a surprise? It what? Yeah, no, it was, it was. Uh, I don't know, man. So, so anyway, that's me. That's my double game week. It's looking to be a bit of a blowout. I've been getting red arrows, so I seriously doubt I'm, I'm going to go up by the time it's finished, unless Al Gazi scores three go- a hat-trick. Uh, tomorrow it's it's all over for me <laughs> let's go next go on Derek yeah so I mean it's not the best but it's not the worst game week for me so far I'm on 71 points 
and I took a minus four point hit to bring in KDB. Reflecting back, I should have probably brought in KDB for Salah, especially since they had that Spurs, especially since they had the United game. And, you know, United are one to watch out for, especially when they play in, in that Liverpool fixture. But, you know, hindsight and all. Instead, I took out Son, who would have returned for me, and I kept Vardy, who has some tough fixtures and was unlucky to not be on the score sheet. And I would have brought in um, Mikel Antonio. Instead, I brought in Suchek and De Bruyne, and I took out Son and another player I can't remember. But all in all, like I said, 71 points, got some returns. Justin came well for me. Robertson came quite well for me as well. Got really lucky with Target, who got subbed just before the goal, um, was conceded which is brilliant for me. And like you said, you know, Leeds game's a bit of a bummer. So lost some points on that side, especially with another one postponed. But what can you do? Um, not the worst of game weeks, but we've, I've still got Martinez in target to play Newcastle. So I'm expecting a clean sheet from that. Yeah, that's just, you're looking good there, I've got to say. And you still yeah, got not your... bad at all. Yeah. Well, on to me. Um, yeah. Uh, I did okay. I don't know. I really, I really thought that this week would go well for me I was really thinking I'll get a big haul I don't know I just felt like I might get lucky with draw I like I mean I'm always quite confident but you know for this for some reason this week I thought yeah this is gonna be it and it wasn't it <laughs> I got uh I ended well I haven't ended the week yet I've still got three players to play but I've got 70 points um I took a minus four point hit for some transfers I thought uh, uh man it's like I'm li- I was literally kicking myself when I saw Stones do what he did because yeah. you know when you know when you've made you made the last transfer and you're thinking Zuma Zuma or Stones I mean I'll even save a bit of money if I take Zuma out and bring Stones in it's it's, it's not a big deal but they're both going to get clean sheets aren't they that's that's what went in my head I said like, you know what forget about it what's the point of taking the points here they're both going to get clean sheets it should be fine <laughs> no no of course not it didn't work out that way at all John Stones had the week of his life so yeah that 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 burnt me but um and Zuma collected zero because he didn't even flip in play but um hey so that's that that's my little rant with that with my defenders but um other than that, I had Bowen with 10 points, Michel Antonio up front, 18 points, so that was nice. Uh, I capped in Salah, which I think the majority of the rest of the people in FPL did, which was unlucky. But uh, he's hoping for big results tomorrow because I've got Mings, Grealish and Martinez playing against Newcastle. Oh, it's, it's quite a bit of symmetry there. I've got the one Aston Villa player. Derek's got two and you've got three. So um, <laughs> Fingers crossed, lads. Fingers crossed. Let's bring it in on the last day. Yeah, that's right. An, an, another uh, seven goals, I think, should not be on them, should it? Yeah, and none going <laughs> the other way. All right, wonderful stuff. I mean, one thing I would say, Jamie, is that uh, I can compare to previous seasons. You're still doing pretty well. Oh, you're yeah. That, yeah, 720k. You, you're still, you know, within touching distance of all our leagues, the top of all our leagues as well. So, like, you know, I think uh, overall this is shaping up to be a good good season for you. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. I mean, what, what, I, what I, the way I'll treat this season, I'll see it as a benchmark because this will be the first time I've taken uh, fantasy football seriously. And then next season I'll have a bit more of a long term game plan and some real ideas. And, you know, Arsenal, Arsenal is looking OK. We're, we're, we're stringing some wins together. So hopefully we can finish top four this season. I mean, Liverpool aren't. So we're good there. <laughs> Only a matter of time, wasn't it? It's was only a matter of time. Do you know what? We might as well address that. Come on, then. Um, because it's important for us. I mean, we've, we've all got yeah. Liverpool players. Yeah. I mean, is it worth it? 
Well, I just want to say that I, when uh, Trent came back from injury, and I can't remember which game it was, it may well have been uh, Burnley or Southampton, and he, he crossed it to Salah, and then Salah hit the post. And if that goal had gone in, we'd be having a different conversation. Mm-hmm. I know it's going back a couple of weeks, but the, these things shape the way the season goes. And when I saw that, I thought, I'm going to have Trent back in because there's no reason he can't start doing what he did last season. And everybody's talking about Robertson, but, you know, Trent has got crossing ability. And I know you've got plenty to say about that. Uh, and he takes that pieces. And, like, you know, I just don't think the quality is going to go away. And now, after the result, and in the case you've been living on the moon in a cave with your hands over your eyes and your fingers in your ears, Liverpool lost to Burnley. After that result, I'm starting to think he cost 7.3 million and there are cheaper defenders out there doing much better. For example, John Stones. Um, mm-hmm. Pep looks like he's got Man City defending again. Everybody says the key to it is Diaz and Stones. Whatever it is, I, I think I just might swap Trent for Stones because he's cheaper. He allows me to make improvements to the rest of the team. Um, he looks like he's nailed. And like this is the thing about FPL, yeah? Every now and again, FPL will throw you a bone. You should just take it, right? A defender in a top six team, he only costs like five million or whatever, however much he costs now. And he's keeping clean sheets. And, you know, you've got to take that because normally you're paying 5.5, 6, 6.5 million for these guys. Mm. And he's, he's, he's there available for like five or just over five. So that's my take. I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think um, if you are if you are bringing in stones just for to, to spread some cash across the rest of the squad, if you look at their next three fixtures, City, they've got West Brom, Sheffield and Burnley. So, I mean, they're not exactly big hitters, these teams. So, like, you, you can be quite secure in him being in your team for free for the next three fixtures and not be worried about changing him. Relatively. Yeah. You can still never tell with Pep, but... I mean, you can point. never tell. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean... <laughs> It's it's worth the risk, but uh, yeah, going going back to the actual result. So Derek, it was just a bad day at the office for Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, I watched the game and I watched the United game, which was a bit back and forth, and you know maybe a draw was a even even result in my opinion because United played well, who weren't the Liverpool everyone expected them to be when they played them. So fair place United. The game against Burnley, that was disappointing because Liverpool should have nipped that in the bud and they had many chances. Just like the United game, they had quite a few chances as well where Firmino missed quite a few bit um, shots and everyone now asking questions about our attacking ability. You know, we haven't scored in the last four games or so. So it is worrying, but I just think they need to just bounce back better because, you know, the, the way they've been playing in the last couple of games not just been good enough. And I think they're getting sucked into that mentality that City once had where they hold the ball and have loads of possession, but they don't really create any clear cut. They, they, they don't really finish it off in the final third, and that's the problem. And I think Liverpool are starting to experience that, and they need to be a bit more brave. So, you know, yeah, not the best of weeks, FFYs, and not the best of weeks, um, real life wise either so you know what can you do you just got hope for better days no i mean uh i i haven't given it an awful lot of thought but i still have faith in salah because i think he's still the top scorer at the moment have i got that wrong he's the premier um i'm not too sure i'll be honest with you 
<laughs> okay, I may have that wrong, but I'm I'm still prepared to hang on for him for a while because even when if he doesn't start a game like the one against Bernie, he can still come off the bench and kill it because he's 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 capable of doing that. So I'm not too worried. As I say, Trent's gone. I've earmarked him out, and unless something really drastic happens between now and Tuesday, I'm I'm just going to save the money and, and do it do do away with him. But you know, if people out there have got Mane, I've got Salah. It's like seriously, why panic? Right? Just look at what they've been doing past two or three seasons. You really want to throw that all the way? I mean, it's a bit of a mixed bag for the Liverpool fixtures. But so, I, if you've got somebody you think you're gonna who's going to do better, then then by all means. But you know, apart from maybe Grealish, I don't think there's any you know attacking midfielders who have got a run that's that much better than what um, Liverpool have got at the moment. Maybe Harvey Barnes, but, you know, sometimes Barnes shoots a lot and nothing ever happens. Anyway, mm. I've had enough talking. Um, do, does anybody have anything else to add about uh, the Liverpool result? I uh, I think, I think like, obviously I make more jokes and I've got my agenda to run, so I'm always going to run that. But um, I think uh, they were quite unlucky. I think... Um, it's uh, like Derek said, like if one or two of those chances go in, we're, talk- we're talking like it's a, it's a different game. And Man United have just gotten ever so lucky in their games. If you watch their games, it's like they're not even playing that good. Like, you know, when you see a team, you're like, yeah, they're, they're challenging for the title. You can see it. And, you know, people say that, oh, even when they're playing, even when they're not playing well, they manage to nick a win. It seems like Man United have not been playing well for a few months now. <laughs> They've been managing to nick wins. I think Liverpool have just been really, really unlucky. I don't know what kind of funk they're in. It's definitely to do with the strikers, but someone's got to kick them out of it. And it's, you're right, uh, I'll back, I'll do back Salah and Mane to be able to change it around. But we're not talking about winning the title. We're talking about FPL and uh, they're, they're a heck of a lot of money. So it depends how long you can have that much money sitting on there collecting twos. It's up to you. 13 goals Salah has, which makes yeah. him the top so far. So he, yeah, he's, he's an elite he's an elite scorer, he is. Yeah. No, no. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. You know, in in the interests of fair play and balance, do you want to perhaps regale us with the resurgence of uh, Arsenal? Because it wasn't it wasn't so long ago really that <laughs> yeah. So no, it, was it wasn't. It wasn't that long ago. In fact, no. I, I remember actually talking to you guys and asking you to skip skip over <laughs> me when we talk about the Arsenal fixture because I don't want to. I don't want to predict <laughs> it. <laughs> but um, man, it seems like Emil Smith Rowe comes into the team. Saka starts playing a bit more exciting football. Lacazette finds some form, and the whole picture looks entirely different because we're we've got the ball a lot more. We're attacking a lot more. They haven't got a chance to really attack us as much. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like I, I think I said it last week or the week before last to you, Kojo, that uh, um, Emil Smith Rowe, he's a he's a he's a he's one he's one to look out for. And um, well, his his numbers don't lie. He's he's assisted in all of his last games. In every game he's played, he's assisted. He scored one as well. He's just uh, he's lightning, and he costs a nothing. I think it's four point four mil. I know. He costs nothing. So it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Yeah. Yeah, FPL, they're throwing us a bone here. You've got yes. someone playing in a top six side. They're an attacking player, less than five million. Yeah. I mean, how could you not? If you've got a slot there, uh, you might use as well it. stick him in. And apparently, Honestly. out of the attacking midfielders at Arsenal, well, attacking players in general, in, in terms of who's creating the most chances and taking the most shots, I think Saka's top, Smith Rowe and Lacazette, and then Abamyang is 
below all three of them. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Again, I'm not going to sit here and talk smack about Aubameyang because um, off the top of my head, has he scored like 60 goals in the past two and a half seasons or something? Yeah, it's something dumb like that. Yeah, it's not, it's not to be sniffed at. But I think what bothers most people about Aubameyang is that he's not predictable. And no. when it comes to FPL, see, this is a trick to FPL, yeah? It's not necessarily about knowing which teams are bad or which teams are good. It's about knowing which teams are predictable, you know, knowing who's going to concede the goals, knowing who's going to keep the clean sheets, when that's going to happen, yeah? You know, mm. we, we can all point to who's good or bad in the league. It's not especially difficult, but you've got to know when they're going to be good, when they're going to be bad, when there's a good chance that you, you might get that assist or that goal or whatever. And so Bamiyang is a lot of money for someone who might huff and puff against West Brom and then score a hat-trick against Spurs. Do you know what I mean? So, no, I know so, what you mean. Yeah. I think I think an interesting stat, I mean, just because I'm a bit of an Arsenal guy, an interesting stat to think about for Bamiyang, he was... You know how Arsenal went through their bad patch and lots of people blamed the Bamiyang because he hadn't scored and whatnot and this and that. He was he was 50th player in the league when it comes to touches of the ball in the final third. 50th. Ooh. So that gives you an idea of how how little service he was getting in in and around the goal. But in the last game, in over the over the last few games, he's he's bumped straight back up up to 15th. Oh, and really? that's just from the addition of Smith Rowe. So you can already see that he's getting the ball a lot more in the final third. And when mm-hmm. Aubameyang gets it in the final third, he usually slots it. So I'm not saying like bing him in, but I'm saying keep your eyes on him because yeah. I, he, scored, I, he scored a brace in the last game. So he's a watching brief, definitely. It's funny exactly. because the season we were all up on him, weren't we? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, Aubameyang. Everybody had it. Literally everybody had a Aubameyang in their team at the beginning of the season. Very yeah. quickly. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. So um, I would say from Arsenal, look at uh, oh. look at Emil Smith Rowe. I think obviously you can get Saka. Why not? Because Saka's I think great Saka's as well. Better value for money compared to Emil Smith Rowe, but I guess that's just maybe because for me Saka has been the force that has driven Arsenal, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. He, like he was the one of the first players that res- resurrected that dead Arsenal team. Then obviously t- Tierney started kind of coming in as well, and then Emil Smith Rowe also came in. But them three have been phenomenal, and I do think Saka is like one of the most underrated players in that club. Like what he does on the wing and delivering those balls in, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I will, I can comfortably say Saka is the best player at Arsenal, and I'm not. Yeah. That's not even a joke. He, he's he's yeah, yeah. far and away the best player at Arsenal. The 100%. way he he can comfortably reach. Yeah, eight, eight, nine out of tens in four, four different positions on the pitch, and yeah. he's not even, he's not even twenty. I think he's just turned twenty. That's unbelievable. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. Yeah. And so yeah, man. Yeah, and while they're cheap. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right then, so let's move things along and go on to player picks and predictions. So I, I will start with the predictions and. Yeah, there's a full program, I think. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to concentrate on the big... So if we are ready... We yes, will start games start with... on Tuesday, by the way, so people don't forget. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Um, yeah, so, OK, let's have Southampton and Arsenal. What do you think is going to happen there? I think it's, it's going to be a tough one. Game. It's going to be a good game. <laughs> it's going to be a really good game. I think so. Um in terms of predictions, oh, I'm going to back Arsenal to win. 
because I think we'll be able to squeeze it out of them because Southampton, although they've looked good recently, well, not really, actually. What am I saying? Good, looked good recently. Although they've got it in them, I feel like Arsenal might be able to strangle the game and get a goal, but uh, that's just the way I look at it. I think it will be tight. Southampton are rolling without Ings, aren't they? Mm. Um, so that is a bit of a concern for them. Again, with the defence, you never really know what you're going to get, though. So I will say either a draw or a narrow win for the Gunners. I would like to caveat and say Partey's back. We know that he's back and he's fully fit. We know that Martinelli's back fully fit. We know that Tierney's back fully fit. We know that Gabriel's back fully fit as well. So it will be it will be Arsenal firing at all cylinders. So it should be an interesting matchup. Well, to be fair, <laughs> to be, don't take this the wrong way, but I think the only person in that list who really makes any difference is Party. But maybe that's just uh, me. Excuse me, Gabriel. The player, <laughs> Gabriel, you're joking me. Nah, you're, you're laughing. And Martinelli, you're oh, laughing. Come on now. Let me, let me rewind you back to the bridge. Martinelli catching the ball on the edge of the box and running the length and then slotting it. All right. Yeah, the halcyon days. <laughs> no, don't worry don't worry i remember that fondly as well but you know let's see what happens Hart is just the dude man, <clears throat> man. I, I see i see a draw in this game i don't think arsenal are gonna win i'm sorry but um this is an away game southampton are at home and they've got a really decent record at home and i think as much as arsenal have it have it together now, have got their stuff together. Southampton are so defensively organised. Like, when you watch Southampton, the amount of shots that teams manage to get on goal, it's next to none. They're just so defensively organised. They are tactical with their fouls. They're tactical with how they position themselves. I just think it's going to be a very difficult game for Arsenal. And a team like Arsenal, who haven't got a lot of creative players... They're going to really struggle to break down Southampton unless they manage to catch them, catch them on the counter. That's the only chance of a goal I, I see coming. So for me, I can either see a draw because I don't think Southampton are going to go out there trying to get a win. I think they'll be quite happy with a draw, especially against Arsenal at home. But mm. I don't think they're going to take a loss, especially at home. So that's just my prediction. No, that's that's fair enough. At the end of the yeah. day... I think Southampton are in the top of the table, so they are they are good at home, innit? I mean they beat they beat you when you went to theirs, didn't they? They did. They did. Yeah. I mean the I can see I can see the, why you have this reaction. <laughs> the only teams that have beaten them recently at home have been United and City, which is number what number one and two in the in the in the league right now? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think Long so. <laughs> yeah, so if you think Arsenal are going to come and knock them off their perch, then I do. It's going to be. But let's see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, West Brom. <laughs> right. Um, West Brom versus Man City. So two managers who could not be more different in that game, I suppose. Man City will be out without De Bruyne as well. Cause he's got a hamstring. True. Do you know what? I, I see. I see City winning this, but I don't see them not conceding and I think everyone's going to be getting stones in and I probably would do the same mm. but I just see West Brom getting a goal out of this yeah yeah I can see it as well man they're, they're an annoying side I mean they are no going to play against <coughs> are going down fighting aren't they yeah they've got some fight in them and some of their players are actually starting to produce the goods uh, Pereira Robinson Semi uh, yeah he's, he's had a couple goals recently that's right. You know, they're really making a good go of it. So, yeah, it, without De Bruyne, it could be difficult for Man City. It'll be interesting 
to see what they do there. Mm-hmm. I have to think. I have to. I mean, on paper, Man City are just a better squad, man for man. So again, I think they're going to win, but I don't think Big Sam is going to make it easy for them at all. No, no, he's going to make it very daunting, and he's going to do his usual, you know, set up, set up the defense, get one, get one striker out there ready just for them to heave the ball to and they'll just run on it and hope the City defenders make a mistake, which could or could not happen, but he's just going to make it a tedious win for them. And, you know, I think maybe once the first goal goes in and maybe some confidence gets knocked, the floodgates are going to open. But I just, I don't know, I just got a feeling about a goal from, from West Brom. Just because Man City still, I mean, they've got Jesus, but like, I don't know what's happened to that boy. So it's almost as if they're have any proper strikers isn't it mm-hmm. so we'll have to see what happens they're not yeah. in a rush to start playing Aguero again at all yeah sorry Jamie did you give a prediction on that one uh I think I think I'm gonna go with Derek I think City to win but I do think West Brom might get a goal because that's that's something that Big Sam would like to put in the trophy cabinet scored against Pep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he'll, he'll go from an 8 out of 10 manager to a 9 out of 10 yeah, got one against Pep. Pep Guardiola at home. Uh, that ranks me up there, you know, with, with Brian Clough and, and, and Franz Beckenbauer, you know, and Alex Ferguson. Not quite Ferguson, but I'd say we're in, like, you know, the same sort of... Same place. conversation. Yeah, that's right, same <laughs> conversation. That's right. That, that's it. That'll be his, the highlight of his season. Um, all right. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Should we bother doing Chelsea and Wolves? You know, I think we should. Chelsea, yeah, and... Chelsea and Wolves. Chelsea had a bit of a predicament, aren't they, right now? <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a predicament. I'll tell you what, though. Their, their record at home isn't that bad. This is um, true. They've yeah. only lost to City and Liverpool in the last, you know, 20-odd uh, games. But, so... I mean, I, it's, the thing is, it's like people have been saying this for a while now. He's got all mm. those players and they're not clicking. And I think a lot of us saw that coming, really, you know. And I think the frightening thing is, is that he still hasn't worked out who he wants to play and where. Like, like you were saying before, uh, Jamie, we all thought Zuma was a shoe in to that defence. Yeah. And now he's not getting a sniff at all. So I don't know what is going on. I don't know what is happening, you know. And you know, they just don't really look like a team. And that's what they were saying against Leicester. They just look like 11 well-played, expensive players. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I think, I think they're also suffering. You think who will win? I think, I think Wolves will win. I think, really? um, yeah, I think so. I think City, are, um, City, Chelsea are on a downward spiral and I think Wolves are trying to gain, gain some form. That guy, what's his name? Uh, their striker that they brought in for Neves. He scored a decent goal. He's got good composure. He scored a goal, Silver. I think it was against, um, yeah, Silva. He what? scored against Everton, didn't he? He scored against Everton? I think so. I think that was the last game I saw them play. And I think he scored against Everton. It was good composure. And I believe that this will help put the final nail in the or third to final nail in the coffin for Frank Lampard. Who knows how many more nails need to go in. But... um. <laughs> You you're already doing the march, the the death march, aren't you? Man, I think he's got to get out. Like I just don't understand it. I don't understand how he's gotten so long. Like like how can you how can you how can you spend I don't know what is it quarter of a quarter of a billion and then say oh, I don't know if we're ready for top four. I don't know if we're ready to challenge. What are you talking I, about? If I, <laughs> I would not have said that because 
I think he's forgotten who who employs him as a media. Don't say stuff like that. They sacked the Champions Wolves, League winners. <laughs> you know, Wolves because... lost against West Brom though, and that was the game that Silver scored that goal. So oh, was Wolves that the one? Lost, yeah, so Wolves lost against West Brom. Wolves lost against Everton. Wolves drew against Brighton. Wolves lost against United. Wolves drew against Tottenham. Wolves lost against Burnley. And Wolves won against Chelsea last time they played. But when they played last time, Wolves were at home. Chelsea's got an amazing home record at the moment. And even though they do look like the players don't really click, I think that happens a lot more on the road. And I think Frank's got a lot of questions coming his way. So I don't think he's going to risk not playing his best players against Wolves. But yeah, I mean, you do have a point. Like they, they, like when, especially when the confidence gets knocked, you can see them struggling. But you have to. But the last game they played, which was the um, is it FA Cup, FA Cup game against Morecambe, they won. So they've come off. They're coming off the back of a win. Defeat to Leicester, wasn't it? I mean, that was the Prem game they played. But yeah, they they they, they did lose. Who scored in the Morecambe game again? Was it their was it their 72 million midfielder and their and their, and their extremely expensive striker? It was those guys. <laughs> you saw all the kids and he was like, "It's my time to shine." This is my Rubbing level. his hands together, licking his lips. Yeah, oh man, that's their level, man. These these flipping bums. <laughs> well, well, look, I, I think Derek makes some very good points and. Wolves are a little bit all over the place, and I, I don't know if Espirito uh, Santos is the, you know, whether he knows quite how to turn it around. I mean, he may be able to turn it around against lower league teams, but against Chelsea, that might be a different proposition. So, you know what? I, I was going to say a draw, but after listening to Derek, I think Chelsea might it just be a laboured Chelsea win. You know, I mean, somebody like completely unexpected might be scoring. I mean, I don't know if Kante is playing at the moment. Maybe he's going to be the one to get the winner or something. He'd be having a field day against Wolves. He he would love to play against Wolves. Sorry, he loves Tammy or Giroud. Yeah, someone who's a bit more physical. Or it may even be Mendy. It gets to like the 93rd minute and is. (laughs) I imagine. Because the, the Werner's not scoring. Pulisic isn't no. scoring. They're not. They're not scoring. So I, I just think it, the goal's going to come from a completely unexpected source. So yeah, uh, you, you know, put your house on it. I said it. Mendy, Mendy scoring last minute corner. Have any of you got any Chelsea assets in your team still of interest? No. Zuma. Zuma. I've got Zuma. He's um he's done me good, man. I brought him in on a whim and he's stayed in the side ever since. And because he's yes. he's got, he went through that purple patch of scoring goals every week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that was that was really annoying for me when my rivals had them, and I was just like, oh, "Come on, Zuma." <laughs> yeah, but um, he's he's usually, and then he and then he also got all of those clean sheets that time, so it was a really good time for me. But yeah, that's the only guy I've got in there, Zuma. Fair enough. There was a time where you guys were back in Werner. You kept saying, "Don't worry, he'll come through. He'll come good." <laughs> yeah, it all takes a month and a half for the complexion, whole complexion of the game to change. All right then. Man United versus Sheffield United. Oh, you missed one, Barker. Oh, you you want to do Everton Leicester? Or definitely, just a quick one. Sure. Um, for me, I'm going for Everton win just because I heard Vardy's out injured. Yeah, Vardy out as well. So I'm going for an Everton win. But yeah, that's it. Short, short, sweet, and simple. Okay, you I'm going to score. Sorry, you go, Jamie. 
Do you think DCL will score? Is it? T- like I've I've dropped yeah. him out of the team, but I, but is he, I is he back for that one? Sorry, DCL going to be back for that one? Oh no, is he injured? Yeah, I just dropped him out. I didn't even think I did. I think I dropped him out before he even got injured. <laughs> Oh, in that case, sorry, I take it back. I thought DCL was playing. Maybe it might just be a draw. Well, he he did his hamstring, and Ancelotti says he's never had this type of injury before, so we don't want him to be too overconfident about coming back, and we're just going to ease him in. So I think there's like a 50-50 chance of him playing, but um, I I don't blame Ancelotti for being careful because if DCL is out, I mean, who who have they got? Tosin up front? No, he's available. He's available for selection. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's available for selection. He hasn't had any minutes. He was he was out for the Wolves game, but um, he's available for selection now. He hasn't got any like uh, warning or anything over his name. Oh, yeah. So they were playing it safe with him. All right then. Interesting. Um, yeah. I know either a draw or a narrow Everton win. That's what I'm saying. Cool. Tough one. Um, I, I. Uh... Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. Oh, um. Hmm. Oh, it's a toughie. Um, <laughs> it really is. Like I'm, 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 I'm sweltering. Sorry, guys. Uh, Leicester win. I think Leicester will win. Nice. I do. I think Leicester will win. I think Leicester will find Harvey a way to Barnes win. special. So oh, maybe, 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 maybe he'll step into step into Uncle Uncle Vardy's boots. <laughs> <laughs> Nacho will be um, taking on oh, goals. Okay. After that penalty, I was just like, just, just <laughs> no. When he missed that penalty, I bet Vardy was just like, oh, just get me on the pitch now. It, it was so bad. I have to say, I do feel sorry for that kid because if if Pepper kept him at Man City, I genuinely believe he could have become a, quite the goal scorer. But um, Pep had other plans and here we are. Yeah. Uh, okay then. So yeah, Van United versus Sheffield United. I mean, United to win and um, and I think to win to nil as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, United easy win. I think they're just in a purple patch, aren't they? Even if it looks real nasty, and I hate them so much, they are winning. Yeah, yeah, they're probably going to win that. I although, I, again, I don't think they're going to blow them away because sometimes they just make it look so difficult. You know, they do. It'll, it'll be a scabby win. It'll be like a it'll be like a last minute pen or a free kick or a botched like handball or I don't know something. You know it what will, I mean? It will be a pen. They'll 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 be getting their penalty mojo back that game. Yeah, Sheffield, Sheffield will give them the pen. <laughs> they will. They, they've just got it. Um, okay, and then last but not least, Spurs versus Liverpool. Wait, I got Spurs winning this one, you know. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I don't see, I don't see Liverpool pulling it back. I won't lie. Spurs are hot right now. Um, I, I have a question. Are uh, any of the regular centre packs at Liverpool going to be back for that game? No. Are any of the regular forwards going to be back? Oh, wait, no, they are back. Sorry. We'll, we'll have our full striking force. We'll just have two makeshift centre-backs in the form of Henderson and Fabinho. Everyone else is legit. I see I see both teams scoring Liverpool winning. That's that's me. That's my prediction. This one, this one, this has got a score draw written all over it. And I'll tell you why. Uh, in the In the reverse fixture at Anfield, it nearly was a score draw. And I have to say, I was a little bit surprised that Liverpool ended up winning that game because Mourinho is just a spoiler. Yeah. And, you know, he's got beef with practically every big time manager in the league. You know, they've all played each other before in other leagues and in Europe and everything. And he, he's he's like he's got beef with all of them for whatever reason or another. And he doesn't like the idea 
of any other big manager getting one over him at all. Mm-hmm. He keeps him up at night. You know, he, he it's like his his wife is like, you, you've been grinding your teeth again. I know, <laughs> like clock on Wednesday, he's not winning that one. So, so like, I'm telling you, he's going to put, put all his effort into getting a score draw out of that game. That's how he likes it. That's what he wants. He nearly got it at Anfield. He's getting it at the Tottenham uh, Hotspur Stadium. I'm telling you, man, score draw. So there's going to be goals, but they're going to share the points. I don't think there'll be any showing of the points. I think Tottenham are going to win. I think it's going to be a real nasty, classic Mourinho house win. Like, <laughs> proper nasty. Ten men behind the ball. One, one break, one lucky break. Knock it long. Kane to Son, back of the net. That's going to be a <laughs> nasty one. Kane to Son or Son to Kane, that's practically foregone conclusion. I think <laughs> we can agree on that. But yeah, it's going to be a nasty one, I think. Alright then, who's ready for player picks? Yep, let's go. Who wants to go first? I say you go first, Kojo. Alright then. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, my house free came out there. Okay, I'm going to keep it simple. Yeah, and I'm, they're all going to be obvious ones. So, number one, we've already talked about him, John Stones. He's actually 5.1 million. They're keeping clean sheets, and the next three games, he's keeping clean sheets. I, I'm not I'm not sure we're going to see him score again, although he might do. But if he does, that's a bonus. So that's number one. Number two, Jack Grealish. Uh, his numbers are still good. He's still creating a lot. Um, Aston Villa's fixtures aren't that bad. And I think over the course of the season, they've proved themselves to be Apache, a pretty decent team. So for 7.7 million, um, you could do a lot worse. And then uh, number three will be. Um, Actually, you know what? <laughs> That's it. I'm done. All right. Nice. Yes. Two good Greenish. picks there. Yeah, Greenish and Stone. Uh, Jamie, me or you next? You go next. I'll go last. All right, cool. So my first pick was just going to be Luke Shaw. Obviously, United has got a fixture against the Sheffield team, which doesn't really tend to score much. Um, see it easy, United win here. And uh, if they don't win, obviously, I don't see them conceding. So, yeah, Luke Shaw is my first pick. Second pick, just like you, I'm going to go for a Villa player. Um, I'm not going to go for Grealish, though. I'm going to go for Target, cheapy 4.5 mil. Martinez is obviously a good shot, but I just think Target has got more potential. Um, he, I definitely think he's going to start because he got rested um, after about 70 minutes in the last game. So he's due to start again. He's been, you know, he's had a little, nice little bit of a rest. And I can see them keeping a clean sheet against Burnley, so... You know, he's also got some attacking returns. He whips the ball in from from the wings. He loves bombing upwards. So that's um, another option um, there for you. And then my final player, who Jamie actually kind of brought onto the map for me, is Lukman. Yes. <laughs> um, Fulham have a game against Brighton. And, you know, as much as Brighton beat Leeds in the last game, I do think there were... A bit lucky there. Leeds dominated that game and they were just a bit unlucky in not being able to score against Brighton. Fulham are a resurrected Fulham. They're not the whipping boys anymore. They've had enough of it. <laughs> and um, Leeds have conceded, conceded in their last five home games. And prior to that, they've conceded in almost every game they've played at home. Um, Leeds, Brighton, sorry. Brighton have conceded in almost every game they've played at home. So like out of the last 10 games they've played, they've conceded in all of them but one. 
So I, I don't I don't see any reason why Fulham won't score. And if Fulham are going to score, then I reckon Lukman's going to be involved in that goal as well. So yeah, those are my three picks. Very good. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Antonio up front. We saw him come back into the side. Yeah. Seems to pick up where he left off, storming his way through, knocking everybody knocking everybody out, like just the way he likes to do. <laughs> so that, um, I reckon. Who was it? Was that a West Brom player? <laughs> <laughs> he's just, like he, was, he was made of uh, uh, just a straw. Literally, he's a, he's, a, he's a monster. It's as if it's as if he never left. Literally, like we remember him from the beginning of the season. Um, hit the ground running, and it seems like he's picked up exactly where he's left off. And uh, if he can if he can continue that way, I think he's going to get a lot of goals. Um, yes, West Ham so, have put their faith yeah, in him. So I've got I've got Antonio in. I think he's going to be uh, he's a good option up front for an up front for a position that it looks to be lacking a lot this uh, season unless you've got Kane or Vardy Vardy who's injured though by the way but um yeah so I think Antonio up front I'm gonna go with ESR for second week in a row because I think he's a bargain even Mm. though I haven't got him in my team yet I'm thinking bringing him in this week I think he's a stalwart in the Arsenal side who are attacking a lot better and seem to be scoring a lot more goals and that that rounds up my picks I've only got two this week yeah oh I thought of the third one Ollie Watkins at uh, Villa um, he's still getting to good positions, and I think he's due a goal because he hasn't scored in a while. So mm-hmm. uh, he's also someone worth considering. But I think we're all in the cheap strikers at the moment. There's there's no Vardy. Kane's got some tough fixtures, so it's all about the cheapies up front, I reckon. Definitely, definitely. Okay then. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Before we go, I just wanted to say. To everyone who's listening, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Be very nice. We'd be very grateful. And thank you for doing that. And also give us a like. So hit the like button, thumbs up, thumbs up all around. Yeah, thank you. Also, don't forget to check out our Twitter handle, FPL underscore bros. All the banter's there. All the funniest, most hilarious in-depth chat and the, the best memes around. Uh, I, don't, I think uh, I can say without sounding like I'm boasting. And also, you'll see the FPL Bros team on there as well. So, at FPL underscore bros, that's where it's at on Twitter. So, anything else? I think that's it, isn't it? That's it. That's it. Cool, 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 cool. All right, then. So, all that's left for me to say now is goodbye. Peace out, guys. Goodbye from me. Okay, goodbye. Green hours all round. Bye-bye. <laughs>